You've tuned into the Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to the Dr. Lowe Show. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Lowe's Show. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Noel, naturopathic doctor. Thanks for joining me. It is a beautiful fall day here in sunny San Diego. I feel fall in the air. It's windy outside. And honestly, I'm more of a summer kind of girl, but I'm enjoying this shift of weather because I am five months postpartum and I run hotter than usual. So I'm enjoying things getting a little bit cooler. Zion is doing very well, getting very, very chunky, and um, I'm just a happy mama. Things are going really well. Thanks for all the love and support, and you guys, a lot of you have been following my journey of um, milk donations. So Zion actually lives on breast milk um, from other mamas, and that's going really well. And um, so if you guys want to follow kind of our story, you can follow me over on Instagram at Dr. Lowe, uh, D-O-C-T-O-R underscore L-O. Also, too, for any of you guys who listen to this show, I would love if you would do screenshots and share on your Instagram the episodes you're listening to, and you can tag me on those. Um, it means the world to see that you are spreading the love and just letting people know about this awesome, you know, natural and holistic information just to empower them to take ownership of their health and really just learn that there's another way to do things. And this episode that I'll be sharing with you is one of those kinds of shows. It's just really empowering, especially for people dealing with chronic pain. Um, you know, pain is a very common symptom that I see in my practice and there's a lot more to it. We've done other episodes on pain. I'll share in the show notes. Um, but you know, a lot of it really comes down to mindset and being able to see it actually as a blessing instead of something that is an ailment. And shifting the mindset is a really powerful thing. So I think you're going to love this episode. Before I jump into it, I want to give some love to our show sponsor, Organifi. Organifi, in my experience, has really crushed it with the whole green juice game. They have the best green juice I've ever had. It is freeze-dried, so it is not heated in any way. It has the enzymes intact, so you absorb it really well. And it's very nicely sweetened. It doesn't taste like a kind of a fake sweet. It has a nice, subtle sweetness to it super refreshing. I love it with really cold water and it's a great um, detoxer to do every morning. So you just add a scoop to some water. You can stir it up or shake it up in a little blender bottle and just drink it down. Really good um, habit to do every single day. And they have little travel packs you can do if you are on the go. I love that. I'm also a big fan of their red juice. That's something you can do during the day as an energizer. So it's very high antioxidants, has some incredible berries like acai. So it's a super high antioxidant. And one of the things we talk about in this episode is if you do deal with chronic pain, oftentimes there's a higher level of free radicals in your system, which is very oxidative and it causes inflammation, which can lead to a lot of those aches and pains. So it's a great way to add in some antioxidants to help combat that free radical you know, activity that's happening. And then with Organifi, they also have a really great um, uh, thing that you can do at bedtime is their Organifi Gold and tying into the whole uh, symptom of pain, turmeric. You guys know about turmeric. It's very anti-inflammatory. So doing the turmeric at bedtime can really help to reduce that fire of inflammation. So 
I love doing the green in the morning, the red during the day, and then the gold at night. It kind of has that trifecta of all the different activity of detoxing and then energizing during the day and then helping to calm, you know, calm the nervous system and help with anti-inflammation as you sleep. So they are running a special over at Organifi.com on the three of them. So you get 26% off of the three. And then with my discount, you can get an additional 20% off. So it's a really, really good savings if you wanted to try all three of them. So head over to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And at checkout, enter Dr. Low 20, D-R-L-O 20, and you will get 20% off your order. Also, I wanted to mention for any of you guys who have been listening to me and you are wanting to make some shifts in your own health, maybe you've been wanting to run some labs to look into some things, maybe you want to check your thyroid or your hormones or adrenals, uh, maybe looking into testing for deficiencies in your body. I am a firm believer you want to test and not guess. If you have certain symptoms like fatigue or sleep issues or mood issues, honestly, there are so many different things that can be contributing to that. And everybody is different. You can't trust your symptoms. Symptoms are just a clue that there's something to pay attention to, but they can be very misleading about what could be causing it. And that's where working with a naturopathic doctor is so empowering. It's so powerful to get the specific data that will help get you to feeling good again. So I would be honored to work with you. If uh, you're local to San Diego, awesome. You can come see me in person. If not, we can work over the phone. I am accepting new patients. I'm just getting off of maternity leave and shifting back into the clinical mode. So looking to add a few more patients into my schedule. And, but it goes, you know, I do, I do fill it pretty quick. I'm not um, seeing patients every day, just a couple of days a week. So definitely get in when you can. I'm going to, I am running a new patient special right now where you get $75 off your visit and we'll be um, honoring that just for a little while. So hop in while you can. So to make an appointment, go over to shinenaturalmedicine.com and you can find our information on there and um, schedule a visit. So the new patient visit, typically it's about an hour. I do a full intake full history. And then from our, um, our visit, I'll decide which labs are going to be great for us to run. And then I'll give you a few things to start with our first visit. And then our second visit, we go over the labs and then decide from there. Um, I'll give you a health plan of what to do moving forward. And then we do retesting and it's, uh, you know, it's great because it's holistic. I, I can give you different foods to be eating or herbs or, um, lifestyle changes. And, you know, it's really, um, it's, it's very empowering when you see the information and I explain things really, really simply. I, I became a doctor because of my own health experience going to Kaiser and feeling like doctors never explain anything. I just wanted to write a prescription and I just wanted to learn this information for myself. So I explain things in the way that I wish I would have been taught. Um, so anyways, I'd love to work with you. You can check me out over there. And with all that said, let's jump into the episode. We have Mike Lee on the show. He is the brother of one of my dearest friends, Angie Lee, which I've actually been on her podcast a couple of times talking about B12 and fertility stuff. So it's fun to have her bro on the show. And Mike Lee is a professional boxer, actually. He's the first boxer I've had on the show. Pretty cool. He's a professional boxer, speaker, entrepreneur. He has a pretty badass record, I'll say, 21 and 1. 
He just fought for a world title in Las Vegas. He was fighting in front of millions of people. Holy cow. He also co-founded Soul CBD with Angie Lee over a year ago. And by the way, they are crushing it with this. It's crazy. They have these really cool like bath bombs. They have um, tinctures with CBD. They, they have a really incredible product. So we'll talk about that in a bit. And he really fell in love with CBD while going through his own personal story of dealing with um, a debilitating autoimmune condition that we'll talk about. And his passion is helping people get out of pain and really shifting the mindset that pain is a gift. And he's passionate about helping people with that shift as well. So Mike, welcome to the show. It's good to have you. Yeah. Thank you for such a kind intro. I appreciate it. I'm excited. So we were talking offline before I brought you on about uh, our similar stories. I mean, it's pretty incredible, the similarities with, um, I haven't shared this on the podcast, but possible autoimmune for me, um, just the mindset, the dependency on certain, you know, pain relieving things in the past and just connecting on, you know, pain as, as being something as bonding. So Pretty cool. I feel like it was definitely destined that we're talking about this. So let's dive into, I'm trying to decide what I want to talk about first, because there's so much juicy stuff here. Um, why don't you give us a little bit of like a personal background of like, what got you into fighting in the first place? And, and just kind of that like fighter mindset and just, yeah, I don't know about that history. Yeah, of course. Well, I started at a very young age. So I was born and raised in Chicago and um, my father brought me to a boxing gym when I was about eight years old. And I'll never forget the first time I got, got in there. My dad threw me in the ring uh, day one, and I was sparring an older, bigger kid. He was about 10 years old, and I got my butt kicked. So it was like three rounds. And ever since that day, I just had this chip on my shoulder that I, I said, I'm going to come back and get better. And I think I just had something instilled in me at a young age to keep pushing forward and when you get knocked down to um, get back up and that essentially, you know, Life is about getting knocked down seven times, getting back up eight. And yeah. it's ironic because that ideology and, and that mindset that was instilled in me at such a young age um, really ended up, I would say, saving my life when I got really, really sick right. in the darkest moments of my life. So little did I know that the boxing and that mindset um, when it came to my health would become uh, so advantageous. But, um, you know, from that journey, I, I just grew up playing a million different sports, but boxing was always my love. I mean, there was something about jumping in a ring and getting a knockout in front of people that just gave me this adrenaline rush. And so I became addicted to it and I got better and better over the years. And I, I fought in the Chicago Golden Gloves, a big amateur tournament. I won that. I fought at Notre Dame, my alma mater. I, I won their tournament uh, three years in a row and things just started uh, snowballing into, um, you know, a boxing career for me. And then Right before I graduated from college, uh, I got an offer from Top Rank, which is um, arguably the best, you know, team, uh, so to speak, in the world for boxing. You know, Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather and Oscar wow. De La Hoya. All these legends had been signed by Top Rank. So here I was, a 21-year-old kid, and an offer to turn pro by Top Rank. And um, instead of taking the safe route and, and, I guess, getting into finance or something else, I decided to chase my dream. And I knew... No matter what, whether my first fight, I break my nose, I never fight again, or I become a world champion, I always knew that at least at the end of the day, I could go to bed at night knowing that I went for it. And I'm so proud of myself that I took those steps because the journey has been very difficult. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. As you mentioned, 21 and one, 
Um, but that record doesn't really speak to the incredible journey that, that I've had and how many times I've gotten knocked down. But um, either way, I'm, I'm glad I said yes to chasing my dream. I, I made it all the way to a world title um, live on Fox at the MGM Grand in, in July. And even though I got handed my first loss, um, it was a beautiful moment for me to work so hard for something and get to the pinnacle of the sport and become one of the top-rated um, fighters in the world. And so um, it's been an incredible journey. I'm, I'm just very grateful for all the ups and all the downs. So wild. It's incredible. Such a hustle, such a mindset uh, game, right? Like, I mean, isn't boxing yeah. just such a mindset game? It really is. You know, a lot of people think that boxing um, is just two guys slugging it out. And I think when you get to the elite level, right? I mean, I fought the best in the world on July um, 22nd of this year. And I fought and trained with world champions and been around some phenomenal athletes, some of the best athletes in the world in boxing, football, baseball, basketball. The one thing I've noticed without a doubt is, yes, everybody's physically talented. Maybe I was born with good hand-eye coordination and some athleticism, but that's not what separates the good from the great. What I've seen and witnessed, not only in my own sport, but witnessing other great athletes is that it really is the mindset. It comes down to who is, you know, willing to do more than the person standing next to them. And when you get knocked down, both literally and figuratively, what do you do? You know, how do you react to that situation? And I've had a front row seat, not only in my life, but as I mentioned, witnessing friends as, who are also professional athletes that have achieved greatness, won Super Bowls, won world titles. Um, and that's what I've seen is that the mindset is the greatest differentiator. How has boxing taught you about life in general? Well, as, as I mentioned before, I think boxing is a beautiful analogy of literally getting knocked down and getting back up. Um, yeah. You know, ultimately, it took me a long time and a lot of pain to realize that failure isn't getting knocked down, but it's refusing to get back up. And I think the word failure has such a, a negative um, connotation in our society. And I think we need to embrace pain and failure because I know for me, pain and failure taught me more lessons than success ever did. Yeah. And while always searching for success and, and striving for it. It wasn't until I got knocked down in the ring and got knocked down with my health um, in hospital beds that I really changed. And I think that pain and failure is the ultimate catalyst for change. And yeah. so kind of embracing that mindset and, and knowing that when you're in pain, that this is a way to change and something beautiful is going to come from this is very difficult to do while you're in it, right. but um, is really the approach that, that I've had ever since I was eight years old and got my butt kicked <laughs> that first time. Yeah. I'm a huge hip hop fan, especially nineties hip hop. And I came across a couple quotes yesterday that I loved. One was by Jay-Z and he said, a loss ain't a loss. It's a lesson. Appreciate the pain. It's a blessing. Pretty, uh, pretty, uh, yeah. And then also master P he said, an L ain't a loss. It's a lesson. <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> and I know Quincy Jones has this quote, um, you know, our friend, uh, Jim quick, he's, friends with like every celebrity in the world. It's crazy. It's like pictures with like Will Smith and he's friends with Stan Lee. And, but he uh, had a conversation with Quincy Jones and he said, you know, he was asking him like, how do you deal with problems? And Quincy Jones said, I don't have problems. I have puzzles. Mm. So it just really always stuck with me how to look at these things. And, and even just like how you 
view your last fight. I mean, it's such a choice how to look at it, right? It's like, oh, I lost. And you're like, no, like I fought in front of millions of people with the best in the world. Like what an incredible opportunity. I'm so proud of myself. And I think that is such a great example of how to really, I mean, be kind to ourselves, right? Yeah. I really hear kindness. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's ultimately what I came away with, but it it wasn't easy. You know, I'm not going to lie. There were days and weeks afterwards that I'm such a competitor. And even to this day, I, I'll have days when I wake up and I'm like, man, I should have done this. I should have done that. Uh, I'm disappointed in myself at times. So it's never easy, but ultimately, you know, like you just said, I'm, I am very grateful because I learned so much, not only about myself as a fighter, you know, there's more technical things I definitely learned, um, that I can improve on with that loss, but more so as a human being, I I learned that I'm just grateful and proud of myself that I, I did everything in my power to step up on that stage, fight the best in the world and prove that I belong in that arena. And I think that's what win or loss. That's a beautiful thing because one day I'll be lying on my deathbed and I won't remember the wins or losses. I'll just remember that feeling that I had where I just risked it all where I went for it, you know, I get such goosebumps hearing that. Absolutely. So, um, do you think you'll fight? Are you going to pivot into other things? You know, I'm not sure. As you mentioned, um, this, the CBD company has really, um, taken off and been a beautiful journey. Um, I, there's some big fights for me in 2020 that my agent just called me actually last week about a couple, uh, possible opportunities. So, you know, I'm kind of weighing my options. I'm staying in shape, but I think ultimately what I have found through um, getting sick in the middle of my career, which I'm sure right. we'll touch on in this CBD company, is that I love boxing. I have a huge, you know, passion for it, but going through so much pain, both right. physical and mental in my life, has really been a gift in the sense that it taught me that the next 70 years, you know, 80 years, who knows how long mm-hmm. I'm on the planet. I want to connect with humans and I want to help them get out of pain, whether that's speaking, whether that's writing, whether that's, um, you know, a a product like CBD. Um, that's where I found the most joy is connecting with humans and helping them get out of pain because I've gone through and still am in so much pain. So um, a much bigger picture for my life. And, uh, you know, as a professional athlete, you know, you need to think about that because we have such a short lifespan. Um, so yeah. I, I am thinking about the next stages of my life. Well, you've had a pretty incredible health transformation in recent years, actually. I remember Angie texting me and saying, hey, my brother is dealing with this. I don't even know if you know this. She'd be like, he's you know, having to take these med- different medications. I'm so worried about him. He's seeing doctor after doctor. She's, you know, she would ask me, like, what can he do? Like, maybe he can work with you. Like, she was just really hustling. I mean, she's such an amazing um, you know, example of how just family comes together with this. And well, we'll get to that. And obviously she loves you so much, but, um, so it was, but that wasn't that long ago, just a handful of years ago. Um, so let's talk about the, the health stuff that you had dealt with recently. So lots of medications and not knowing what's going on, obviously dealing with side effects. Yeah. Talk about it. Well, yeah, you know, so basically at the end of 2012, I was 12 and 0. I was undefeated. Um, I was, you know, I felt like I was on top of the world. I was, I was 12 and 0. Um, I was, I appeared in Super Bowl commercials. I had sponsors. I wow. went to fight in 
Madison Square Garden and Cowboy Stadium and in front of thousands of people in front, you know, in some of the world's most iconic arenas. It was like, it was really a wild ride in the beginning and I felt invincible. Um, and then one day out of nowhere, about two weeks before the biggest fight of my life at that time, I woke up in incredible pain. Um, I had joint pain, back pain, headaches. And obviously my first thought was, you know, maybe the boxing caused this, but I knew in my heart something was wrong. It was like a deeper pain than just from, you know, a shot to the head or training. Um, and it came out of nowhere. Um, and in fact, we had a media workout later that day to prep for that fight. And so there were a lot of cameras and, um, you know, different, uh, media outlets like ESPN, NBC, all, you know, watching the, my workout. And in the middle of the workout, I had to run to the bathroom and unbeknownst to my team and my family and the media, I ran to the bathroom and they didn't, they thought I was running to the bathroom really quick, but actually I thought I was going to pass out. I was in so much pain. Um, a few days later, we canceled the fight. And the next two and a half years, I spent in and out of hospitals all over the country and all over the world, basically begging doctors for a solution to this pain. I was getting back pain, head pain, joint pain. My entire body was just shutting down. And with that came full-blown anxiety attacks. I was completely depressed. So they had me on antidepressants, anti-anxiety. I was completely addicted to pain medication. I was also getting really bad skin rashes. It was like a comedy of errors, just, you know, um, issue after issue, my body shutting down. And it took a good two plus years to finally get properly diagnosed with an autoimmune disease known as ankylosing spondylitis. Um, and come to find out that there's millions of people that deal with these like mystery illnesses, these chronic illnesses that doctors tell them basically, we, we don't know what's going on with you. Right. And so, I spent years um, going through traditional um, medical system, spending a ton of money um, on surgeries, procedures, um, medications that I just didn't need. And to have doctors tell me they didn't know what was wrong with me. And here I am, a kid who literally I'm laying in hospital beds and I'm watching myself on TV and myself only if they knew. And I became damn near suicidal. It was one of the darkest moments of my life where one, one point in particular, um, I, as you mentioned, Angie helping me through this, she's been a rock. Mm -hmm. Um, my little sister has been such a rock and my family has during this time. Um, at one point I spent 13 days straight in a Chicago hospital and I was hooked up to IVs, uh, you know, medication and, uh, drugs pumping in and out of my veins. They were trying to break the pain cycle and, um, drugs I couldn't even pronounce. And as I mentioned, I was on eight different medications on top of that. And, uh, oh, it reminded me one day Angie came in, it was right around Halloween and she came in dressed up in a Darth Vader costume. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are, everybody else around me is all nervous and scared. And yeah. <laughs> Angie being Angie, and anybody listening who knows Angie knows this is so her. She walks in, right as the doctors are, you know, poking me and prodding me, and she walks in in a dark costume, Andy, and I started dying laughing. And it was such a beautiful moment because I started to realize not only from that moment, but these moments that I needed to laugh about this. In fact, I even read a book by Norman Cousins called The Anatomy of Illness, where he was a guy who got diagnosed with ankylosing spondylitis and he cured his AS with two things with vitamin C, ascorbic acid, and with laughter. 
Mm-hmm. So he started doing vitamin C drips to help his and build up his immune system. And every night he started watching comedies. He started surrounding himself and flooding his mind with positivity. And after I read that book, among many others, I started doing the same. I started flooding myself with positivity. I'd only watch comedies. I'd read books about um, people healing and just... It was incredible how even that mind shift and trying to surround myself with laughter um, started kind of helping me, especially when I was just so depressed. And Angie was a huge catalyst to that. Is she's just a crazy human being, and I, I love her. She is completely nuts and so wonderful. Um, that's so great, and I can I can definitely echo everything you're saying about pain and how comedy helps with that. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Louis C.K. Even though he's super vulgar, he's like. Yeah. The funniest human being I've ever heard. And, and when I listen to him, I mean, my pain is better, you know? So, um, and also, yeah, the vitamin C, I mean, at my office, we do a lot of vitamin C drips and I find a very similar, um, outcome with patients dealing with pain. And it makes sense. I mean, with pain, there's, there's chronic inflammation and there's free radicals, right? And so it's like the more that you can bring in some antioxidant power, it starts to fight that battle. Um, I, I have a question for you. I'm curious. So in the naturopathic world, we look at autoimmune very differently than conventional medicine. So we see it from, we kind of take a step back and look at the whole system. We look at things that we can do to help balance out the immune system, you know, immune modulation, which we'll get into CBD because it's a great um, tool to do that. But we also look at the gut because the gut is the root of the immunity, right? It's 80% of the immune system. And we know that there's certain gut bacteria um, specifically like Klebsiella, for example, that's been found to be connected to AS. So was that ever something that you looked into with your doctors? It's interesting you say that. It took years and years to finally look into that. And it wasn't until actually recently that we started doing um, gut microbiome testing. And so that's good. the journey that I'm on right now because good. I went from doctor to doctor um, you know, these top doctors at the hospitals and they weren't naturopaths and they weren't functional medicine doctors. But at the time, how was I supposed to know any different? Exactly. Just yeah. trust somebody with a white uh, coat on and not to say they weren't, they were trying to help me. But, oh, absolutely. Right. But what I have learned is that Western medicine is phenomenal when it comes to acute problems. You know, if yeah. you get in a car accident, if you have a life-threatening in- uh, issue, if you have a heart attack, go to a doctor, call an ambulance. But for millions of people who have chronic illnesses, um, one prescription or one 15-minute visit with a doctor just isn't going to help. So I had to start meeting people like yourself and really kind of diving into more holistic approach. And that's how I went from eight medications in a hospital bed to fighting for a world title um, was really that switch. I'm curious. So at one point you were on eight medications and a lot of them really can form dependency. How did you, how'd you make that shift from the addictive part of it? Yeah, that was tough for me. Um, I weaned off very slowly. So whether it was, um, the anti-anxiety medicine, the anti-depression medicine, but that wasn't as tough as the painkillers. And if you're a professional athlete, you know painkillers all too well and unfortunately have buddies that have had really bad bouts of it because listen that a they're addictive in in the in its in and of itself but you're taught to get back out in the field and if i'm not out in the field and i'm not or back in the ring for instance i'm not making money 
and I'll get replaced. So it becomes like a necessary evil. But, um, but yeah, it took a long time to get off of it. Um, it definitely took um, a, a long time, especially with the, uh, you know, the opioids and with, you know, tramadol and all the crap I was on. Yeah. But um, I did find that CBD really started helping me with that. Um, and so I started taking CBD in late 2016, early 2017. That really helped me with getting off some of those painkillers. Um, but it was a slow, slow burn. There's no... Right one answer I have for it. The only advice I have is to take your time as you wean off of it. Um, did you ever try doing NAD? I think I, um, usually it's an IV form, but there's uh, oral, you know, ways to take it too. But I mean, at at least for dealing with, um, like benzos and stuff like that, it can be a a way to, to get off of it. I did try, is that similar to low dose naltrexone? No, it's a little different. Um, okay. yeah, it, it, there's, I mean, I, I should probably do a whole episode on NAD, but we're just starting to get into doing that at Shine. Um, but it's a long IV. It can take several hours. So it's a bit of a time commitment for people. No. Okay. Now, now I've heard of it. Yeah. I, I have not tried that yet. Um, but it okay. did sound very familiar. And unfortunately yeah. for me, so many years of taking different things and trying different things. I, I used to write everything down and then just drove me crazy. So I I tried more things that I can even remember now. Yeah. So tell me about your, your pain status nowadays. Um, I mean, is it, is it real intense pain? Is it just, does it kind of vary day to day? Is it like a low chronic pain? Yeah, it varies day to day and it's much more of like a low chronic, um, which is great because there were days I couldn't even get out of bed unless I, you know, took some painkillers. So, um, unfortunately I, I'm not hard to cured, you know, I'd love to sit here and and say that, but admittingly, um, I still have days I really struggle. And even last training camp, we had to cancel unbeknownst to, you know, anybody, we had to cancel about two or three days of training camp because I had a really bad flare up and I was just getting terrible inflammation and headaches and brain fog and I couldn't even get out of bed. Um, so I still have those days and I know I'm pushing my body to the max, but, um, I am on the upswing of getting a lot healthier and, but I, I still deal with pain almost on a daily basis. It's just, I think my threshold has really, uh, gotten high over the years. Right. For sure. So one of the things I, I hear that I love is that you are living your life I remember I saw in your blog that you're like, I'm alive. You know, I, I am living an alive life because I think people could be alive, but be kind of dead, honestly. And yeah. so you're living an alive life in the midst of having pain and you, because of your mindset of seeing it as a blessing, it's not like, Oh, life starts once my pain goes away. Right. Because then that's a life yeah. that is dependent on circumstance. And that to me is a very disempowered life. So you are living life in the midst of this you're focusing on, on the successes and the triumphs as you're going through it. And, um, I think that's really beautiful, um, because then your pain isn't so tied into pulling you down into a depression, right? Where it's like this hopelessness because that's, that's yeah. a big thing about, about yeah. pain for people. Yeah. That's such, that's such a great point. And I never, it, it's wild that you say that I never really, uh, could articulate it like that, but it makes so much sense to me that for years I was like, life will start when the pain goes away. That's yeah. such a beautiful way of putting it. But I really changed my mindset in terms of like, okay, I'm in pain. Let's have fun. Like for yeah. me going to the, the Darth beach. Vader outfit on and just yeah, dance through exactly. it. <laughs> like, let's have fun with this. And it's incredible how 
that ends up helping you. It's like, is it the chicken or the egg? But it doesn't really matter as long as you start feeling better. And so um, I just try to surround myself with positive things and get myself out of those funks on bad days or do things that really make me smile, you know, yeah. like going to the beach or I love comedies or being around Angie's. Goofy. <laughs> but so it's like, you know, um, those things really, really help. Yeah. So let's talk about the CBD. So you started using that. It helped you, um, you know, kind of deal with some of the, the symptoms of weaning off of your pain medication. And yeah. I mean, I, I went through, a, I went to a cannabis conference a few years ago up in Portland, Oregon, and I was dumbfounded by all of the research that is supporting the therapeutic effects of CBD from pain, sleep, even like, um, uh, weight loss, uh, you know, mood effects. I mean, especially autoimmune. So how do you use CBD now and, and how has that, you know, changed things for you? Yeah. I mean, I'm using it every single day. I usually take it in the morning. I'll, I'll take it throughout the entire day actually, but usually my, um, I'm pretty strict with taking it in the morning and then especially at night. Um, I love the tinctures, you know, to take it sublingually, I think yeah. has better bioavailability crosses the blood brain barrier and you're the doctor. So you can correct me, but yeah, you um, got that. Got it all right. That. Good, good. <laughs> um, yeah. So really taking it sublingually and, and holding it underneath my tongue is, is what I've been doing since day one, but also taking gel caps. Like for instance, we have a sleep cap that has melatonin with CBD infused with a few different, uh, all natural properties. I just took last night, got an amazing right. night of sleep because Especially with chronic illnesses, I think it's really important that people get good quality sleep. Yes. Um, you know, there's this culture of like, oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead or, you know, mm-hmm. I only slept three hours. I keep working. But what I realized going through so much pain in these autoimmune conditions is that sleep is when you recover. Yeah. What makes you a better person the next day. So CBD has definitely helped me with that because I was having trouble sleeping and it helped me sleep. And I, um, as an athlete, I get you know, randomly drug tested by, by VADA and, um, they just show up at the house and do a drug test. So I cannot have any THC. So it was important for us when we launched the brand, um, my sister and I, that we chose CBD isolate or any type of strain, um, that had zero THC in it. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a lot of other people out there as well that, uh, don't want to get high or don't want the psychoactive element of it. But, um, but yeah, overall, I just, I love taking it. And then I wanted to spread the message. And it's crazy since we started the company 15 months ago, we've helped thousands of people. Like we get testimonials that come in every single day from people saying it helped their anxiety, helped them sleep. Like, thank you so much. It helped them with pain. And that to me, as I mentioned, is just the most beautiful feeling in the world if I can help other people get out of pain. And so... Um, Angie and I have been blessed to, uh, launch this and it's just taken off, uh, incredibly. And it's been really fun. So the website is mysoulcbd.com, right? Correct. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And you have a lot of good information on there about the quality of the product. Cause that's very important. There are some crappy CBDs out there. So you want to get a really good quality product. Um, how much do you take? I'm just curious. So I usually take 50 to hundred milligrams, um, per serving. So, um, I'm That's probably, a good dose. It's a good dose, but yeah. listen, I get punched in the face for a living, so I need it uh, <laughs> for, yeah. for many reasons. I usually have people start with like five milligrams and work their way up, you know, just kind of start slow. I mean, some people, all they need is five. And I, I find that most people like for sleep usually need about like 20 milligrams at bedtime, 
but it totally varies on, you know, your receptors and, and what the need is for your body. Yeah. So our sleep cap is 25 milligrams and, and you're spot on. We tell people start low and work your way up. Um, you know, there are a ton of people that five, 10 milligrams, it does it for them. Uh, for me that worked in the beginning. And then I don't know, I'm not sure if you can build a, a tolerance, but I kind of just felt like I needed more and more. And I think it just, yeah. it varies person to person. Um, but I usually try to stick between that 50 and a hundred, but you know, yeah, even the sleep cap that I took last night, I didn't add any CBD to it. So I guess, you know, technically just last night I took 25 milligrams and, um, that was phenomenal. So yeah. I love it. All right. Right on. Well, I so appreciate you coming on and telling your story and, and just being so vulnerable about this. I mean, it truly takes courage to talk about a history of addiction It talk, it takes courage to talk about, you know, just your, your history of dealing with pain. And I know that you're making such a difference for other people dealing with similar things. So I just really want to acknowledge you for having that courage and putting yourself out there. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, honestly, it, it was reading other people's stories, literally in hospital beds that gave me hope. So I feel like now I can pay it forward of continuing to connect with people. And, you know, just like you're doing, I I think it's, incredible this type of show that so many people get to reach out and and get hope every day so it's a beautiful thing thanks mike just doing what i can well the website (laughs) is my soul soul so guys definitely go over there check it out get your your good quality cbd help with all kinds of good stuff and thanks again for coming on the show thank you for having me I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love, and I'll talk to you soon.